0: The sulky, over funky, kinda hunky superhero A two-fisted and electrically-transistered superhero and exotically-erotic
1: and aquatic superhero The Marvel Superheroes
0: have arrived! Hello and welcome to Marvel Vision, a Marvel Studios podcast brought to you by Cinema Sanga. This is an emergency episode of Marvel Vision and it's going to have very little to do with Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Devin Faraci. Joining me as he does every week. My name is Derek Faraci, and I'm the fastest man alive. How are you, Devin? I got that one. Yeah, I'm pretty good. We're, we're convening because this weekend uh, Warner Brothers did the DC Fandom 2021, and a lot of DC superhero movie and TV show news got dropped. And we thought, you know what? This is a Marvel show, but our listeners might be interested in hearing it anyway Um, our thoughts on it especially because Derek's a big DC guy and the thing is that we never get to talk about his interests on the show no so it would be nice to give Derek a chance to kind of like shine we have three podcasts none of them about things I'm really interested in.
1: (laughs) no that's not true I do like the Marvel I do like Marvel stuff as well but I'm more of a DC guy yeah but you were enjoying some of the Star Wars stuff we've been doing like you were not a Star Wars guy coming in I became a Star Wars guy before we came in because I started watching Clone Wars and I got really into Clone Wars. And that's when I was suddenly like, oh, I get it. Now I get Star right. Wars. Now I see it. Like right. the movies are fine. I had nothing against the movies, but they just never, I was never like, oh my God, like so many other people are. They just never quite clicked with me that way.
0: Well, this is going to be a uh, an episode about DC, but because it's Marvel Vision, I think we should open with any Marvel news that we have. Do you have Marvel news? I don't because I didn't think we were going to do that. <laughs> You didn't think we were going to do any Marvel news. No, I thought we were just going to do DC stuff. Oh, man. Oh, I blew it. Uh, I, 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 got, I got a little bit of Marvel news here. Yeah? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, there was a new Hawkeye trailer. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was very good. I liked it, it very much. Very good. It revealed that Linda Cardellini is in the show.
1: Yes, I was very happy
0: about that. Yeah, so people who are worried about Linda Cardellini not showing up, that maybe, I mean, they might still be getting divorced or whatever, but it at the does, very least, she'll be in it. It doesn't look like they're getting divorced based on her
1: little bit in the trailer where he's like <laughs> explaining everything that's going on, and she's like, "So you won't be home tonight," and right? So it seems like they're still together, right? But we'll see. Hopefully, I would. I'd be very
0: upset if they had them separated. I really would. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's nice. It's nice to see that she's going to be still around. I mean, that really is what you kind of want. Um, uh, Eternals review embargo is going to be lifting any day now. The movie is premiering this week. Yes. And uh, there was a new clip shown. Yep. On Kimmel, I guess, right? Yeah. It was a good clip. I guess it did. I mean, it's not showing
1: much, obviously. I mean, that's on purpose, you know. Well... It's just like a
0: quick action sequence. But I think what it shows, and I think what's going to be helpful, is that it shows the power sets of a couple of these characters and kind of gives people a sense of... Because nobody knows who the fuck any of these characters are. Apparently that has not stopped um, pre-ticket sales from being fantastic. Yeah, the movie's really... uh, I think that at this point, the Marvel thing is the brand. That's it, right? I mean, that's that's the end of the day. I think they proved that with Guardians. Guardians and Shang-Chi, right? I mean, like, uh, that's how it works. Um, But... uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, Eternals uh we're really looking like it's gonna be a big a big deal. This uh this tra- this clip I thought was really, really great, just in terms of like again, showing off the power sets of these characters, giving us a pretty good introduction. Um it, when you have I don't wanna be like too reductive here, but yeah. when you have a indie filmmaker like Chloe Zhao coming onto a picture like this, you wonder like what the action stuff's gonna look like. And it yeah. looked very cool. And it looked very clear, too, is the other thing that I really yeah. liked about it.
1: No, I, I do have a question for you because you you know him far better than I do. Do you think that Kumail doing the Haydouken in the in the clip was him, or was that something in the script?
0: It's a good question. It could go either way because he definitely is a video game guy. You know, he video used to host. Guys. Yeah, he used to host a podcast called The Indoor Kids about video games. Um, it could go either way. I mean, that. But it was really cool to see that. Um, it made me really happy because I, in my mind, I was like, "I bet he was so excited to do that. I bet that was a very exciting moment for him." It was probably very. I mean, this whole movie is probably very exciting for him because oh, yes. he gets. Yeah. He also the thing is that for Kumail, you know, there's a lot that he's had to deal with in terms of being an actor. Part of it is he's a comedic actor, right? So he doesn't always get taken seriously in roles. But part of it is he's an Indian man, and honestly, um, within the culture that we live in. Um, he probably does not get offered as many badass roles as he might if he were a white guy. I imagine like, he, he got a lot of offers of, like, oh, we're making a movie and there's, there's a guy that everyone thinks is a terrorist. <laughs> like that well, kind of he stuff. He was at the beginning of his career, yeah. But I think later on, I think also he still was probably getting like a lot of offers of like silly or goofy roles or, you know, guys that weren't particularly tough or whatever. Yeah. I think it was really cool that he gets a chance to play like a legitimate, like, superhero not yes. like a funny superhero not like the superhero who's like you know he's doing his best but like a, a legit real guy you know and well, that's i, I really bet he cool is though. going to be funny i bet him and and there's another actor in it is it oh, no no i'm sure he's going to be yeah. very funny don't get me wrong i don't mean that he's going to be serious but i mean like the character's probably not going to be played for laughs no no he'll be played the funny way that
1: marvel some marvel characters are like ant-man is not played right. for laughs but he's funny right and look at I you think, look at you what you complain all the time about me drinking, and here you are just opening up a soda on on air. I think that sounds cool though to open up a can. I guess.
0: I think it sounds cool. I think it sounds tough. If you say so. I think that the gulping isn't tough, but like the opening of a can, that's pretty cool. I don't gulp. I I slurp. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 imitate it. Anyway. But I, anyway, I, like, I when I, when
1: he did the high duke and I was
0: like, yeah, Kumail, yeah. <laughs> like, I just imagine that was a great moment for him. He was very uh, uh, and there was one other piece of news that was really big. I, I I can't believe you didn't even immediately think of. I don't know what that could be. The casting of Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You know what's weird about that? I was,
1: when when I first saw that, I was watching We're in the Millers on HBO Max. And I was like, what happened to that kid? Like, that's weird. I haven't seen him in anything else. And apparently he's done a lot of stuff and is now Adam Warlock. So there you go uh it's it's interesting casting apparently i guess he's really tall he's like six seven or something like that so i'm sure that plays a big part into it and i, I bet mean, if you if you buff him up if you beef him up which i'm which
0: they'll do you know that's what marvel does i'm sure he'll be good well, the thing is, I'm not doubting that he's going to be good. So, first of all, I just want to say that in James Gunn, I trust, right? Yes. Like James Gunn decides that this guy is is the deal. He's six feet two, by the way. Six so um, two. Okay, I thought he was that. Which in Hollywood's a big deal. Uh, yeah. uh, if James Gunn thinks this is the right guy for the role, then this is the right guy for the role. I believe it. I trust James Gunn. I think that James Gunn at this point could get, you know, what I mean, like any not any actor that he wants, but if he had an actor in mind, he could probably get them for this part. Oh, for sure. The thing is that I've read a lot of Adam, uh, Adam Warlock comics and Will Poulter is like about the last guy that I would have considered casting. Um, He just doesn't have any of the qualities that I associate with Adam Warlock. So I'm kind of curious what the take on Adam Warlock is in this movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny. There was a part of me before the announcement that was thinking like, I wouldn't be surprised if John Cena ends up playing Adam Warlock because I think John Cena could do a more serious role. If if so wanted, but still have
0: some comedic comedic bits to him. I mean, it depends on how Gunn's doing Adam Warlock too, right? I mean, like yes. If he's doing he, Adam Warlock, could be a more comedic character because in the comics he's really full of himself and he gives big speeches and he's he's brooding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and you could definitely go funny on that. Uh, you know, not purposely. He doesn't realize he's funny, but he could. No, be he'd like, be the straight man. Yeah. yeah. Um, that 100 percent would work. The thing is that Adam Warlock in the comics. He was created by a group of people trying to make a perfect being and Will Poulter has like a really interesting face, but I don't know that he has perfect being face. And also I've seen him in a lot of stuff and I just, he, I've never seen him deliver a performance in that general area of what I think of as Adam Warlock. Now he's an actor, right? So he can do different things. It's just such a surprising choice. It really, I would never have put this kid on a, on a list. No, no, he would not have been on, on my
1: mind. But like you said, in James Gunn, I trust.
0: There, there was a story that J- Regé Jean Page from um, – what was that show? Bridgerton? Uh, right? Bridgerton, that he was up for the role, and he looks like the kind of guy that I go, okay, that's Adam Warlock. Yeah. I could buy that. Um, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up, and I'm going to be open-minded, and I trust, again, that James Gunn knows what he's doing. I mean Gunn knows these characters. That's the other piece of it. Gunn isn't just like some guy being assigned a character. That he's got to throw into this movie. Like James Gunn yeah. decided he wanted Adam Warlock. He teased Adam Warlock. He's building towards something here. Yeah. So I am I am curious what he's building towards because Adam Warlock is so deeply in, entwined with Thanos so, that I don't know yeah. what else he does. I can't think of
1: any, like I know he was around before the I mean, Infinity Stone stuff started, like all those stories which that Starlin did. I can't think of what he does beyond that.
0: Yeah, he really I mean i be I know he used to be called him. I he like was called that. him originally, yeah. Yeah. I mean it'd be interesting maybe to take him and mix him with the Aquarian. And who's his sidekick? To, he had a sidekick, didn't he? Oh, uh Pip the Troll. Pip the Troll. I wonder
1: if I mean I can't imagine James Gunn's not gonna use Pip if he has a Pip chance the Troll right? feels
0: like such a classic gun character. He might yeah. actually be too much of a classic gun character. He's a little he's a little snotty, snarky. Cigar chomping troll. He's tiny. Yeah. And uh he gives everybody a hard time. He I always read him like with like a Brooklyn cabbie accent.
1: Oh, he's Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: i would be kind he of incredible him. if he did cast Danny DeVito.
1: Yes. Finally, Danny DeVito gets cast in one of these roles <laughs> that everyone's like, he's perfect for. It. <laughs> Instead of like, you know, whoever the Chris Pratt is Mario.
0: Insanity. <laughs> But that's the Marvel news. I think that, you know, that the Adam Warlock was such big news that I was like, boy, I really regret not having a show coming up this next week because <laughs> it really just felt like a big thing to discuss. Yeah. Um, although you had very limited uh, opinions on it. So maybe it wasn't that big thing to discuss. Yeah.
1: I, ju- I just, I, mean, I I, one thing that's very clear is that, you know, James Gunn is not going to follow exactly what is in the comics. He's going to take bits and pieces and he's going to put his own twist on it and do his own thing. And he does a good job with that. And to the, I mean, he got into some Twitter arguments this past weekend with DC fandom about
0: that. And, uh, are we going to talk about this on the show? I don't think so. We'll talk about it here.
1: Yeah. It was just people being like, Oh, you don't have respect for these characters because you changed them from what they are in the comics. And it was funny because as he's arguing that and he's like, he's like, I've never met a creator who doesn't understand that that's what happens. And at the same time, During DC Fandom, they were showing the trailer for that uh, uh, Knights of Gotham or Gotham Knights game, and it's got the Court of Owls in it. And I see a a tweet from Scott Snyder, who created the Court of Owls, and he's like, one of the exciting things about creating something in a comic is seeing it taken to other places and what they do with it and how they change it to fit something new. I was like, there you go. (laughs) there's Scott Snyder, like, saying exactly what James Gunn is saying. That's amazing. Like, the timing (laughs) of that. (laughs) You know, so... Although they they did catch James Gunn on the technicality where he said he's never done – he's never used a Jack Kirby character and they were like Groot. Jack Kirby created Groot. Yeah. 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 That is a good point. I I think the version of Groot that Jack Kirby created and the version of Groot that is in the Guardians of Galaxy comics is vastly different though.
0: Yeah, I would say 100% that they are – the Groot that has become used in the modern Marvel universe um, is very – distant from the guy from planet x yes jack kirby who talked a lot like didn't just say i am groot yeah 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 so there you go but it was a jack kirby creation all right well speaking of dc fandom should we get on with the business of talking about dc fandom i think we should let's do it And those three junior super friends, Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. All right, DC Fandom 2021. I want to start this off... Um what last year they did this last year for the first time. It was like a pandemic thing. And it was like, we want to do a thing for the fans and we want to like promote our stuff. And there's no comic con. There's no cons this year. Um, And it was smart. Like, it was like, hey, let's just take control of the narrative, which is what everybody should be doing anyway. Like, there's no way to do stuff at Comic-Con anymore, frankly. The thing is that last year, it was, like, really cornball bullshit. And, like, I was like, okay, you know what's pandemic? Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Like, they're doing their best. This year, they came back and did all the exact same cornball bullshit. It was a tremendously embarrassing thing to watch for much of it. Last year's, I really, really liked
1: last year's. And this year... I don't know why they decided it should just be like four hours and spend a lot of time with the hosts doing like stupid stuff.
0: But that's what they decided to do, and I think that was a huge mistake. It's, a, I mean, it's like so many different – like last year, it had the feeling of, hey, kids, let's put on a show. We were deep in the pandemic last year. There was no vaccine. There was no vaccine on the horizon, it felt like. Yeah. And like everybody coming in from their little weird locations being green screened in felt like really exciting. And like even if it was cheesy as shit and like looked bad, um, it was like fun. Like there was like – again, it was a, hey, kids, let's put on a show feeling to it. This well, year, there, there was, was like – there were also panels –
1: Right. Which is really useful, I think, because you get to see like you get to hear from the people creating this stuff and all that, where the only one this year was the Peacemaker group. And I I, I was like, that's kind of that's kind of a bummer. Like, I'd like to see, you know, the rock interacting with with Pierce Bronson. Like, that'd be kind of fun to see here. That's what
0: this should be part of. But
1: they don't there was none of that. And that bummed me out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing live. Um, I had to go see No Time to Die. I had tickets for No Time to Die. Um, I want to talk to you about the end of that movie so badly. I I heard what happens at the end, but I don't know how it happens. It's crazy. I, I, I'm not going to spoil it here, so don't worry if you haven't watched the movie yet. But I will say that it is so crazy. And it is so crazy that I started cackling out loud in the movie theater as soon as <laughs> it happened. I was just fucking dying laughing. It was like wow. not the response they wanted from the audience. I'll tell you that. The other two hours and thirty minutes of the movie were really good <laughs> that's like that's the craziest part. The last ten minutes it goes to shit. It was nuts um I may have never seen a movie go to shit like that in that way in the final ten minutes. it was yeah because it was like the rest of the movie was really really good and it felt like for the first time ever they had nailed it. They had figured out how to do the bond fun stuff and do it in the modern world where like they people want like emotional traumas and like you know what i mean like it had all that stuff it felt realistic but also sci-fi at the same time somehow um it really was great and then the last 10 minutes anyway i only watched the first hour live i i picked up other stuff later but like it was just crazy to me these people standing in these big cgi spaces that looked dumb as hell <laughs> And last year it was you're right, those panels were really great. Like they were able to bring in people and talk about things in ways that were deeper. This was And and they also they had them play like little games together and stuff.
1: And it felt like there was something fun about it. I was like, Oh, this is fun. I'm getting to see, you know, the cast of of Wonder Woman eighty four goofing around a little bit here. And that's kind of fun.
0: But you know, nobody is quarantined now. So they probably just didn't want to bother fucking figuring out their schedules. Like last year, everybody was just sitting at home, right? Yeah, and that isn't the case this year. And they didn't really want to figure out everybody's schedules. Um, so, but it was like, yeah, it 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 was like a lot of like bad. I think badly edited packages. Um, it was embarrassing to watch the woman that plays Iris West Allen, Candace D- Ben. Do her do the news stuff? Yeah, because I kept saying to my girlfriend, "This is a professional. This is a professional
1: actor." I liked it in in like, the theory of it. They're like, "Hey, she plays Iris." West she she's a reporter right in the comics and stuff so let's have her do that and
0: I appreciate her doing it I thought that was fun but yeah but she she delivered the news like she was on public access well, talking about celebrity gossip it was well, like here, here's crazy. one thing
1: I've definitively learned from watching this entire four-hour event
0: even good actors are terrible at EP case well that's the thing right so um we were watching Grant Gustin yeah give his bit and he's awful right and it was really fascinating because I, a I theory about that well i think part of the problem is that you're standing by yourself on a green screen that's a that's a whole um no he was
1: on a set he's on the set of the flash there
0: oh was he on the set of the flash he wasn't on yeah. the green screen no he's well, on the set of the flash even then just talking like i don't know it's just what's your theory about why he was so terrible then
1: i think he was stoned
0: oh boy that's, that's a pretty big bad. statement there buddy He seemed
1: real stoned to me. I don't know. He's just like, yeah, great. Like he seemed like he was like, like he was probably like in his trailer. He got stoned and they're like, Hey, we need you to do this thing real quick. He's like, ah,
0: crap. (laughs) Okay. I don't think he was prepared. Well, he just it, – it's a different skill set to talk into the camera that way to host or to do that sort of live stand-up thing. Yeah. It's a different skill set than being a regular actor. And, uh, and it's also you, – you
1: could tell that the – they're not actually doing a back and forth. Like the right. person who's interviewing him was not interviewing them. Right. And it's a weird disconnect. Yeah. You missed the best one then I guess. Which mm-hmm. one did I miss? Where they had the the woman who plays Batwoman on CW – in the Arrowverse and the woman that plays Alice in the, in the Arrowverse do a thing together. and they made it look like they were both in that fandom CG place, but they were clearly filmed in different places and it was real uncomfortable. Sure. Oh really? Yeah. It was real your, weird.
0: What did your Alexa think you were asking?
1: It just said, sorry, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> but it was like really weird because they, they, they clearly were not together, but they were trying to make it seem like they were together. And it was mm-hmm. Very strange. It was very strange to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, it just felt like stilted and strange and corny. Um, and it all felt really, I mean, it was just, it was the worst kind of corporate, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Um, it was just a bad show, like in general. Um, I, I tweeted it was D- DC Cringe Dome, is what I yes. felt watching it. I and mean, yeah. it just really had that feeling. Now, uh, Disney's doing one of these next month. Okay. They're doing a Disney Plus day. And yeah. What, nobody knows what it really is, but there's going to be like Star Wars and Marvel stuff. We'll see how they do with that stuff. We'll see what we'll see what Disney's – but I feel like Disney has a sense of showmanship. Yes. That I feel like um, is going to be – because the thing is, I don't know. Where did you watch Are, this? I watched it on my TV. But where? When, on YouTube, I guess. Right. You couldn't watch it on HBO Max.
1: No, which is goofy. I it's crazy, know.
0: right? So I, that's the first thing I did was I, I booted up HBO Max. I said, well, this will be – this will be available on HBO Max and wasn't it wasn't. And I had to go to my YouTube app on my Roku and search for this thing. It was so dumb. Like Disney Plus Day is going to be on Disney Plus. Like you're going to be able to just go to your app and watch the thing. Yeah. And it was – to the fact that they didn't have it on HBO Max spoke to me in terms of Warner Brothers not quite having their shit together. Yes. It just doesn't I make guess. any sense why it wasn't there.
1: No. That should have been the one place it was. Like, right. hey, if you want to watch this, you need HBO Max. Or yeah, you can then, wait till the next day when we put it out elsewhere.
0: Yeah, and like you put, kind of we'll deal. put the trailers out on YouTube. I get it. Like, yeah. that makes sense. But, uh, you know, anyway. anyway. And I also think for me personally,
1: I think it's a mistake not to have comic book stuff. Like, they did a little bit of comics, but not very much. And I was like, that's a shame. That bummed me out because I, I think that's ignoring a lot of stuff.
0: Well, you it's gave me this good. list of stuff we're going to talk about. And one thing that I noticed that wasn't on it Speaking of they're not, they're not doing conflict stuff. Is that what they are doing? I and mean, what they did a lot of was bad-looking comedy cartoons. I, I wouldn't say a lot of. What do you I mean? Think there were like three of them. I, that I counted in the hour that I watched. There's, I mean, there's the one of which looked like a Bruce Wayne dating sim. Oh, that 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 is
1: uh, Batman Wayne, Wayne Family Adventures, which is a comic that's on. I forgot the name of the site. It's some kind of site Web-tunes. for like webtoons. Webtoons that is the most read American comic in the world. It looks like a Bruce Wayne dating simulator. Like he is dating these young boys. At yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that, that's what that, I guess most of the stuff on the site is like romance stuff or whatever. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but <laughs> it averages 500,000 readers every, every issue or week. I don't know how it's
0: released. Really. I have not read it myself. It's huge. That's you like the
1: biggest thing right now.
0: You know, what's funny is that uh, this week, DC, uh, who I, who I, I've been mad at for these kind of tactics announced that they are retiring Truth, Justice, in the American Way from super, as Superman's motto. Yeah, and that um, you know, as people know, who are real dorks, that came from the radio show, just like Kryptonite yeah. and stuff like that. So this is like this long history of like stuff. Well, the, the, it was Kryptonite was a radio show, wasn't it? it was it no? The the,
1: the saying came from the serial. Was it the serial or was it the radio yes. show? No, the, the serial – well, the serial was Truth, Justice, and Tolerance. Oh, OK. And then, and then for the radio show, they changed it the to Truth, Justice,
0: and the American Way because we had entered – Right. What the point is whatever. is that in the history of comics, ancillary media – often introduces things that end up becoming main part of the main thing. And yeah. I, I shudder to think what the Bruce Wayne dating sim comic is going to introduce to the world <laughs> of Batman that 30 years from now, people are going to, going to just take for granted. But you know I, it's I mean?
1: interesting because it is, like I said, I mean, it's being read by
0: half a million people every issue that's the thing so like the radio show and the serial world where where, where more people enjoyed those back in the day than read the comics even actually maybe not a million people read the comics back then um but i I bet actually the radio show probably had bigger numbers than the comics i imagine it did i imagine it did
1: yeah but yeah i mean depending on what's happening in that story i can see it changing how things are in the future because that is going to be an introduction to batman for many people and and you know and and affect things going forward is very Plausible and likely. I mean, they're making it into an animated series as well. It's gonna apparently. be, yeah. It's gonna it's be. It's a live so action
0: weird. series. Actually, it's a live action series they're making. It's gonna be so weird though. That that th- those clips of that was really weird looking. Uh, I want to talk about that truth, justice, in the American way thing for one quick second. Yeah, I, this made me so mad. Yeah, I know. Um, and not because I think it's wrong to change it. I don't think it's a big deal at all. Like, who gives a shit? Like, like legitimately, who gives a shit? Nobody does. Um. But I feel like what DC does, and it's been DC recently that's been doing this, is they do these fucking press releases about these things, and rather than just do it, like just 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 do it, just make just make Jonathan Kent bisexual, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. They make these press releases because what these all are is these are just media opportunities for them. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like they're just they're simply media opportunities. And when they released this press release about True Justice in the American Way, they knew. Without a doubt, they were going to get Fox News mad. Well, and in fact, they were counting on it. Well, he, here's here's the
1: thing. About four months ago, in one of the comics, Superman said truth, justice, and tolerance, going back to what he said in the radio show. Right. And Fox News got mad. And they didn't publicize it. It was just in the comic. So, really? I'm very surprised yeah. by that. So they, they can put out a press release and get it covered by Variety and everybody else, or they can say nothing and Fox News will still get angry at it. So put out the press release. Fuck it. Well, I'm very. I'm actually very surprised. I thought for sure that Fox News would never know what the fuck was going on. No, nope, they got very upset by that because it got picked up by like, you know, one of the dumbass sites. You know, you know, what, one of, the, one like, Comic of these Gates like comics gate sites. Yeah, and then that got picked up by Newsmax, and then that's you know, and then Fox News covers it. No oh boy. Okay.
0: All right. I I rescind this a little bit. I just feel like they've been very now. now the big thing,
1: as my buddy Todd pointed out that's saying truth justice in the american way that's not and as you said it's not a comic book thing. superman doesn't go around saying that it's not like you know avengers assemble or to me my x-men he never says that in the comics he's never like truth justice in the american way that's not something he says that's like might be the name of an issue or it might be like in like uh you know a narrator balloon kind of thing but that's not something that superman says so being like Superman's changing his motto—that's not true. It's not his motto. <laughs> yeah, his motto
0: is "up, up and away." If anything, right? So, yeah, that is his motto, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he doesn't say that anymore either, or does he? No, is he saying no. that again. I haven't seen him say it in a very long time. I mean, but that's the thing. I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to cut DC a little bit of slack on this, then. But I just feel like that their their MO lately has been wading into hot topic, hot hot button cultural topics, but in a way that makes me feel like it's cynical. It doesn't feel like they're doing it necessarily for, like, good reasons. The, the, the John Kent thing was, uh, uh, according to
1: an article I was reading on Bleeding Cool, uh, the John Kent thing they did not a- originally plan to publicize, and it wasn't until the issue was printed and it was, like, hitting stands that somebody in, like, Warner Brothers PR found out about it and was like,
0: well, we have to publicize this. So that was not DC's plan. According to Bleeding Cool, that was not DC's plan at all. They were just going right. to have it come out. Currently. All right. I'm going to – I should cut them some slack. I, You know, I mean I know how the media works and I know how this stuff works. I know marketing works. I should cut yeah. them some slack. It just it just ends up – I guess for me, I want my comics to be progressive. I want progressive ideals in my comics. I'm totally for it. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, but I just feel like throwing these comics into the culture wars ends up just being aggravating. And not even like in terms of like – I mean just like in terms of like people who – people on both sides who don't read the comics will spend all day fighting about it. And it's just so aggravating. It's just so unbelievably aggravating. Well, it's interesting because
1: there is a great story from a couple of years ago where, and this is vastly different, but also I think very interesting where a character on Supergirl on the Supergirl TV show, her sister came out as gay on the show. And this, uh, Woman who worked at a comic shop wrote a whole thing on Twitter about how after that happened, this girl came in to the store and looked very nervous, obviously didn't know anything about comics, and saw on Supergirl, saw on, like, a message board that Supergirl's sister was gay, and this girl herself was gay and wanted to learn more about it and, like, didn't know what to do, didn't know how to, like, you know, I guess, you know, you learn that you you come to the realization that you're gay and there's not, like, a how-to manual, right? So she was looking to the comics for a how-to manual of how to handle
0: realizing that you're gay
1: and oh, it was very it, it was, it was <laughs> when I,
0: that was when i realized that i had Enmantium claws coming out of my hands yeah. i turned to the comics and said, <laughs> well,
1: well, well it's one thing like i'm reading this thread and i i just retweeted this thread the other day uh d- yesterday during fandom um but it was it's one thing i thought the first time i read it and reading it again i was like man it wasn't rough to be like well Supergirl doesn't have a sister in the comics, so you're not right. going to find this story in the comics. But and, and the the woman who worked in the comics, very smartly, and, you know, knowing comics, was like, no, you should read this. This is this will fit more. You know, here's a Supergirl thing you can read, but you're not going to find what you're looking for there. But this comic has what you're looking for. Then like right. you know, and let her led this girl
0: down the right path. It's very, it's a very touching story. I mean, it's sweet, and I'm all about representation. I think representation is really great. And I think no, that- you hate it. I know you want only <laughs> still white men to be superheroes. I just feel like the other funny thing is, is that like, well, technically we're white people, but like because we're like. Uh, Irish and Italian, uh with the Italian part of us, especially like well, me more than you, but like I'm like kind of dark and swarthy. Yeah. And I don't really and also I'm like a fat weirdo, and I don't feel like I ever see myself represented in anything, except like as like a, a horrible person. Except for the Sopranos. Right, the Sopranos, yeah. right? And like that's about it. Well, and Joey on so, Friends. Joey on Friends it big feels like big representation. It really yeah. does. Uh big dumb representation. That's what big dumb getting did. representation. But yeah. I mean, like, it's just it's funny. So I, I get it because I do get it. Because whenever there is a character that I, I look at and I go, wow i actually see myself in that it feels really exciting and like because even though as a white person i know i'm supposedly supposed to be represented day and night on television i don't feel like i'm looking at myself ever on any of these shows is Um, is ray romano italian he's a big guinea so everybody loves raymond uh but like but so i get the represent i love it i love representation i'm all about it um i think it's really terrific and i I love progressive ideal having superheroes um are interesting because they are both progressive and fascist at the exact same time. And I think it's very exciting. I think it's a very exciting contradiction. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really fun. Um, but I, I just, I, I just hate when it turns into the culture war stuff because it really, I mean, I just, I just, I just I'm so tired of these things being used by people who don't know what they're talking about. And I think mean, that's, that's the thing We was talking to somebody about this recently, which is that, you know, in the last 20 years, the nerds won, the culture is nerd culture. Yeah. Um, and, but it doesn't feel like the nerds won. It feels like somebody came in and just took all the stuff and the stuff that is still nerdy. Actually, actually being into this stuff is actually still nerdy. Everybody knows it, but nobody's actually really deeply into
1: it. Here's why I think we realize is nerds won. Nerds won the culture war. The problem is the nerds are just as, as big assholes as the jocks or, you know, the preppy kids just as bad. It's just before they were the downtrodden, and now they're in charge, so they That's get to be like, let's all tackle this person who doesn't know anything about Wolverine, and we'll rip them apart on Twitter.
0: That's part of it, right? I mean, that is part of it that it turns out that the the, the downtrodden, when they get a little bit of power, become horrible, right? I mean, that, that – and and especially in an attempt to protect their space, right? That's definitely part of it. The other part of it, though, is that this stuff has become mainstream, but it's become mainstream like in a way – like, where you and I, when we talk about these things, our understanding and our interest in these things really outstrips the understanding or interest of your, your average person walking around in an Avenger shirt. Sure, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that they're that they're fake or whatever, but, like, we have, like, unhealthy, obsessive, and probably, like, clinical uh, interests in these things. Like, we have a interest <laughs> in these things. We, we, we can't help it. Like, like... <laughs> It's, it's 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 that ghost world line like you know you're I, only seeing my interests
1: yeah you're only seeing that because i had a girl that broke up with me after i gave an hour lecture about the flash so <laughs> <laughs> after i broke down the entire history of the flash and she was like i don't think this is gonna work out
0: <laughs> because like right like people might be like oh yeah i enjoy watching the flash or whatever or i liked him in the justice league but then you go into this whole thing and like, everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about and so even though the the nerd culture won like it used to be like a couple of years ago, they used to get people like me, like nerd journalists to like yeah. do stuff at the red carpets and shit like that for the Marvel movies. But they don't do that anymore. Now they just no. get pretty people because everybody knows this stuff now. Like it, there's, it, it isn't like a niche thing anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of fascinating how that's how that's gone. Every,
1: everybody's got a Batman shirt now.
0: Right. Everybody's got a Batman shirt. Right. 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 Exactly. And Except again, for me. I don't have one. I'm not trying to make this some kind of like gatekeeping shit. Like. Yeah. But it's interesting to sort of see how it goes, that people all feel like they have an opinion about Superman, despite really knowing nothing about Superman. Yeah, Having they, caught they some they TV shows good. or yeah, seen some movies. Good. Well, it's great. Get, like like the other
1: day when the the Superman Superman's son being bisexual came out and one of the articles was uh, they've made Superman woke. And it's like, you, how do you not know that Superman is, would be considered woke? Like that's Superman 101.
0: I mean, one of the things I like that Grant Morrison did with his Superman run was he basically brought him back to his socialist roots. I mean, like, yeah, the, during the the beginning of New Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah, like Superman, like in the early days, was like he hated landlords. Like, it was, yeah, his fir-
1: the first Superman story is him beating up uh, a dirty congressman and slumlords. Yeah, yeah, that's how he started his, his adventures. But because he was made by two poor kids from uh, Cincinnati, like yeah,
0: yeah. But um, anyway. This neither here nor the other. Should we talk about the actual fandom itself? Sure. Let's go. Okay. What do you want to cover first? You. Do, I know you tell me. You're, you're you're the guide for this. Usually I'm the guide on okay. these shows, but this one you're the guide.
1: Well, we're going to start with, I guess, uh, Aquaman, since they started with Aquaman. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go through my, my thread that I made on Twitter so I can keep everything in track.
0: Can I say something hurtful about this Aquaman stuff? Yeah. That might get me canceled? Sure. I don't think Jason Momoa was like in superhero shape in this movie. No, you don't think so. No, I think he's like obviously beefy, but he looks like guy at a bar beefy. He doesn't okay. look like that like crazy superhero shape. Like um, he does like a couple of his shirtless scenes, he doesn't have like a defined six pack or anything like that. I, I didn't notice. I got admit. <laughs> I mean, like I was very fascinated by this. Like he looks like a strong like a, who could beat the shit out of both of us at once with one hand tied behind his sure. back. Don't get me wrong, but it just he doesn't have that steroidal thing that, that a lot of these actors get into that shape. It's like, yeah. really, like, where they're obviously, like, not drinking anything or eating yeah, anything got the for 12 hours. And, and, yeah. and did, he just isn't doing that. Did he have that look in the first one? I don't remember. Um, but he just looked like just a guy who, like, is just in really good shape, but is a regular guy. I think that's how he was in the first one, too. It like, might yeah, be. I, I thought it was pretty interesting to see it in this stuff. I kind of liked it. I kind of like that. Um, you know, if you... Uh, if you Giamini, look at Patrick
1: Wilson, the pictures that Patrick Wilson has put up on his Instagram of him, like, getting in shape for Aquaman 2, he's in that kind of shape. He's that's the thing, like, most, most actors do that, and, yeah. the, and that's sort of required. It's so um, weird with Patrick Wilson, because, like, I think of Patrick Wilson as the Conjuring, so I don't think of him as being like, by the way, I'm ripped, <laughs> like,
0: like, you know? I think you of know, him as, as the Warrens. You, you, Queen Anjiani gets some interviews about um, getting into superhero shape, and the way that it gives you body issues, and, like, it's a very yeah. complicated thing. It's not great. So I kind of love seeing Jason Momoa in that, like, not super hyper steroid ripped look. It's kind I of agree. cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it, it's one of the things
1: I've always felt about like Superman that I'm like, Superman shouldn't be very muscular because he can lift planets. So how is he working out? Like, what is he doing to, to, to build muscle has always been a thought of mine. And there's I, I, it's always hard for me to find it, but there's a great drawing by Barry Windsor Smith of Superman. And he's, he's, he's in shape. You know, he, he's, but he's not like beefy superhero shape. He's like, he's kind of thin. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's probably what Superman would look like. Because everything he lifts is nothing to him. It's like lifting paper. So he wouldn't have big muscles. But, you know, that is not going to work for a comic, right. I guess. Right. So you got to go with what you go with. But yeah, they, they start off by showing some Aquaman stuff. what do you think um, of the Aquaman stuff? Oh, showed? no, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. But they start with Black Adam. So well, we're, we're talking, talking about, about
0: Aquaman right. anyway. So right. then we'll go back to Black Adam. All
1: right. Um... I, I mean, I'm excited. It looked like one of the concept
0: things they showed was was Aquaman fighting giant insects. So I'm really oh. hopeful for that. So we're watching it at home and they showed that. And I said, ooh, giant grasshoppers. And my girlfriend yeah. burst into laughter at me because <laughs> I, I shouted out loud, ooh, giant grasshoppers. So did I. So did I. I was like, that looks great. <laughs> That's exactly the yeah. vibe I want. Yeah. And
1: it looks like it's going to be a crazy movie. It looks like they're going double down on what they did in the first one. Uh, I love, black... um,
0: was that Black Manta's ship the Hammerhead Shark?
1: I think so yeah that looked it's cool. Fucking ruled yeah Black Manta's got a new outfit looks pretty good overall
0: Looks yeah like, it's, a... it's, it's like the same outfit more or less right it, it's less bulky it's less armory looking. Okay but it's the same cool. premise with that big fucking head. Though. Yeah he's still got the big head so that's is the great. important part yeah. he looks
1: much more like he looks in the comics where he's got the big head and then he looks like he's just wearing like a diver suit right so that's cool and Aquaman's got a black suit which I'm not big on that but going to do, you know, because they're like, oh, it's his stealth suit. I'm like, eh, all right. You know. <laughs> and then. Um, but we didn't get a lot out of it, though, right? No, because they're filming right now. So there's probably not much to show.
0: You know what? At the yeah. Comic-Con, when they were filming Captain America, the first. Yes, event, yes. They, we all know they showed
1: the opening. Blah, 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 two blah, weeks blah, blah, two blah. weeks into filming, they showed the entire opening sequence. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm so on Aquaman 2. I'm very excited about They They did not show Amber Heard, which was clearly on purpose. Because she's got problems, so. She's in it for a second, I felt like. I think they show her, like, real quick, but, like, she doesn't talk. She doesn't have real problems. This is not a thing that people in the real audience
0: know anything about. No,
1: no most of the universe doesn't know or care. But I'm sure they were like, we don't want to deal with Twitter, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're already going to have to deal with everything we tweet having restored the Snyderverse. So let's not even bother with the other stuff, no matter what we do. But yeah, Aquaman—I'm very excited for. I think it looked good. I'm, I'm hopeful, and uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, it was—it was—it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I was interested, and uh, yeah, I feel sort of the same way. Yeah. So we shall see. Black Adam. Black Adam. What did you think about that?
1: I'm a little upset with what they showed. <laughs> Mainly, it's like, hey guys, why not show what
0: Hawkman looks like? Like, show us the costumes. Show us something. They didn't show us anything. Yeah, I kind of you know, don't understand why they didn't do that. I was really impressed that they showed him murdering, like, kind of murdering guys, though.
1: I don't think he's going to be a hero. And, like, I saw you, somebody, you discussing with somebody on Twitter. I don't think he's going to be a hero. I think he's going, he's the villain of the movie. That's my theory.
0: I'm curious. I mean, I, I, here's the thing I don't think that The Rock is capable of playing just a bad guy in a movie like this.
1: Maybe, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I,
0: I think know. he's going to be an antihero. I think what's going to happen is that he's a bad guy, yeah. And then he fights the Justice Society, and then they have to team up because there's an even worse threat. That's possible. That's yeah. my guess because I just don't see Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's just when you his intro in this, I thought he it was like he was running for office. Yes, he talks like a politician. Yes, and you're he, my boss. Right. And he and just his his intonations and his his rhythms are, are politician rhythms. Yeah. And so I think he will, I think, run for president someday. Um, but I think because of that, he doesn't have it in him to play like a legitimate bad guy. Really? I think he has to play a bad guy who comes around. I think he has to play an antihero. Um, so that's my suspicion. And I think that leading with him killing dudes, I thought was really interesting because that means they're not holding that back. Yeah. So but I do think that he's going to become a, a good guy by the end of the movie. Maybe we'll see. I don't we'll think see. there's space in the DCU for just a bad guy to have his own franchise, where he's just like you already have two superheroes. <laughs> they already have superheroes. I mean,
1: they, they've done that twice now. They they have uh, Suicide Squad, and they have Harley Quinn doing
0: her own movies. Yeah, but the thing is that those characters are not bad guys in those movies. You know what I mean? Like they're antiheroes. That's the thing. Yeah. So like, so like that's what black Adam has to do. He has to become an antihero. Yeah. yeah. He has to be, he has to be fighting for the right reasons. Yeah. So we can root for him, even though he's a genocidal maniac. Yeah. Which do not in the comics. I mean, this is not like unprecedented. No, no. I, that is a hundred percent what he is in the comics. But like this movie is not going to end – I just don't envision a movie where it ends with him killing Hawkman and I also don't envision a movie that ends with Hawkman beating Black Adam. Do you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't feel – neither of those outcomes feel right to me in a, in a The Rock movie. Yeah. So I think what ends up happening is that they team up to fight off a bigger threat and then they leave on grudging respectful terms. Yeah. Like he'll be in charge of conduct and be like, get out of my country. Leave my country now. Like yeah something thing. like that like but it'll be like you know you fought like warriors and that's why i will not kill you today you know what yeah. i mean like that kind of a thing that that feels like maybe like where it ends the other thing is that i think is really interesting is that um they are not divorcing him from shazam
1: no they are not and the, the i was shazam shows in it so
0: i wasn't 100 percent sure if they were gonna what they were how much they were gonna do that i know they had seen costume designs whatever but it wasn't until seeing yeah. the full costume where he has the shazam lightning on his chest yeah that it's quite clear they're tying it deeply into Shazam. Well, here's one thing. I, I went back and checked because I thought I'd caught something. I did
1: not because I thought in the little bit of Black Adam, they show there's like a floating crown. And I was like, is that the crown that Helen Mirren's wearing in the Shazam stuff? And it is not. It, okay. I'm pretty sure it's a different crown. I was like, too bad. Or right. maybe not. Who knows? But like, I, that's what I thought at first I was like, oh, that's her crown. But it it's looks like interesting it's that they don't talk about the connection to Shazam. I am surprised by that because I, I feel like if you don't know that Black Adam is connected to Shazam, you might be watching me like, why does he have the same costume as Shazam?
0: <laughs> That's the thing. I think that feels like the kind of thing that maybe like a, a general audience might have be more interested in finding out and understanding. That's why I was surprised to see the lightning bolt, frankly, because you can still you can still have him technically be connected to Shazam anyway. But yeah. like to put that lightning bolt on the costume is so deep. But I guess maybe Shazam did well, but I guess it didn't do that well that people are going to automatically think he's the Flash. Yeah. they think he's Shazam, frankly. Yeah, they got a lot of lightning bolt characters coming. That's a problem. That's a good point. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Maybe people can't tell the difference. Maybe. Who knows? Um, you know, the the um, the concept art looked good. Yeah, concept
1: art looked good. I just, I don't understand why they didn't show costumes. Especially there was a leak of, like, the Huckman helmets and stuff and the Shazam costume. I was like, surely they're just going to show them now. And they yeah. did. not Like I re- And they showed, like, a quick shot of, like, Uh, what's his face holding the Dr.
0: Fate helmet, but he couldn't fully see the helmet. I was like, I just want to see it. I want to see what all this looks like. Come on. You know, so there's a point in this this presentation where The Rock says, this is the role I'm born to play. I've been working on this for years. I interviewed The Rock in 2014, and he talked about (laughs) Black Adam. (laughs) Yeah, he's been signed to this role for like almost 15, 20 years now. And I just keep thinking that... um, I don't know if this, I don't know if this movie is going to be any good. And like, I just keep thinking about the fact that he's been working on it for so long. And I just think, I just feel like the odds are against it being any good. And I am very, uh, interested in seeing what happens when it doesn't do, if it doesn't do well. Yeah. Um, it's just, I'm very curious about, it. I mean, I think it's got a good pedigree. Like I think that, uh, Jomé Serra, who's the director is a great director, although I haven't seen Jungle Cruise. Um, but I think he's a great director and I'm interested to see what he does and I'm for it. But also I just, this feels like the kind of thing that maybe doesn't take off. Yeah. It feels like we're, the Maybe the riskiest thing the rock has ever done. Um, he's not a guy that takes big risks. And it's like, I mean, and it, as, as like, as like a lead, I, I think pain and gain might be the riskiest thing he's done. Yes. And no, it's that's interesting one because that is the closest that he's ever come to playing a character. Who's anything, who's anything, but just a good guy. And no, that's might, not true as as a lead in his yeah. current career? When's he played a bad guy in his current career? He was the Scorpion King in his current career. That's not part of his star- current career. Not when he was starting out and still a wrestler.
1: Okay. Now mm-hmm. that
0: he is like Dwayne Johnson like the yeah. the the huge star. Like when he did the Scorpion King, he was still like crossing over from wrestling to movies. Um what about the Fast 5? He's the bad guy in that kind but of. He's, thing. But he's a law he's a law enforcement guy.
1: Yeah.
0: He's like he's the guy that our characters don't like, but do come to like, and he's a law enforcement guy. So like it's but different. He'll never show up again because in truth they don't like each other. <laughs> right, exactly because Vin Diesel hates his guts, right? So, <laughs> but like, so Pain and Gain is the riskiest one, but even that is like modestly not risky because it's Michael Bay, right? So like yeah. that feels like it has like a real it,
1: and and that also felt like something where he was. I can see him being like this is my Oscar move
0: well that's exactly what it was that's a hundred percent what it was I mean yeah. a million hundred percent and um you know I, I I just think uh I don't know it's just it's it's just very interesting to me that this is the might be the riskiest mainstream thing that he's ever done and I wonder if it's gonna pay off because it feels like it, it could it could potentially not yeah yeah uh because the thing about all the other characters in it also are all the characters that I think the regular audiences are like either baffled by or will think are silly
1: yeah i I mean it i I, i'm happy that from the the leaked photo that came out that they're going with the cool hawkman helmet because that's such a great helmet so i'm very excited by that i think it's very cool looking i think audiences will be like oh that's cool looking and we'll see how the rest of the outfit looks
0: well we saw the concept art i mean like he's he's topless yeah classic hawkman style which i thought was pretty great yeah which is gonna be that's aldous hodge so right but the thing is, is that I think that Hawkman is a character that for general audiences might seem silly in general. I the think, same thing with the I think 10 I think, years ago, but I don't think anymore. I'm curious. I mean, like... I think in a world where Ant-Man has three movies. But Ant-Man has three silly movies. Yes, that's true. That's very true. Hawkman, they're not going to play him as a joke, I don't think. No. Especially not with Aldous Hodge playing him. Yeah. So that's the part that I'm really curious about because it's... It's Hawkman, who might be silly-looking to audiences. Adam Smasher, who just is silly. Yeah. And then um, Dr. Fate is an old man. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. Like, this is not a gimme, this movie.
1: One thing I thought was very interesting in the the footage that they showed is it had a very – to me, it had a very uh, Universal Monsters movie feel. Like, they're entering the, the old – Tombs and stuff right. like that, and I was like, "Wow, they're really—they're not shying away from that. These characters are from like the 1930s and 40s. Like they're yeah, playing I mean,
0: on those aspects of them in some fashion." And that's the director. He's a horror director. Did, for whatever reason, DC has given all the superhero movies to horror guys. Um, but Yome, John, what's his name is in charge? Just James Wan. No, 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 not James Wan, but the the
1: guy who they put in charge of DC after who who was the Trump guy? Part. I can't remember his name, but he he he's like James Wan's right hand man. I mean, it's they're all, all horror like a like producer and yeah. And the guy, they came from horror. So they're like, let's go. <laughs> like, that's, that's how it worked. It's who this guy worked with. I'm it's like, so wild
0: to me that they're all horror guys. Like, it's so yeah. interesting to me. Um, but yeah, so Black Adam, like, I'm curious. I, I honestly did not believe it would ever happen. Um, and uh, I guess it is. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Right, and, and, and he's one? also voicing the uh, crypto, so he's got that going he got the crypto and the uh, Legion. that's that's another one of the c- comedy cartoons, yeah, but I don't mind like i mean that it's, aquaman it's cartoon one. really fucking rubbed me the wrong way which one the Aquaman well, it's not for you, who's it for? it's for kids, it's not for kids it, well i mean it's for like it's it's for stoned people, I mean that's what it yeah. is right like yeah. but like but, like, it just, it just was, like, so – it was really wild to me that DC is going to do a cartoon about Aquaman that, pro, that with the premise that Aquaman is stupid, is a yeah. stupid character, when they have a billion-dollar Aquaman franchise going. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird fucking angle to take well, on this.
1: But one thing that is definitively clear, and, and I was discussing this with my buddy Todd, is to this day, Warner Brothers and DC have not figured out how to ever capitalize on any of their stuff. Like, as my buddy Todd pointed out, I was like, how is there not a Wonder Woman video game? Like how does that happen? Right, that's insane, you know. But instead, we're getting a Suicide Squad video game after they made like three Suicide Squad movies that
0: nobody liked. Well, even though I did like the latest
1: one, but it didn't do well.
0: well, I think people who saw it liked it, but people didn't see it. I I disagree. I
1: I think people who saw it didn't like it. Um, I, I think.
0: But it, just, it was like,
1: overly violent for the the average audience.
0: I mean, I get the idea that they don't know what they're doing, but like the level of not knowing what you're doing to have an Aquaman cartoon where your whole premise is that Aquaman sings about how everybody thinks he's stupid, it's just, yeah. I'm like, no, this is wrong. This is the wrong <laughs> angle. This is well, the I, wrong angle. As someone pointed out not too long ago, it was like, they keep saying
1: they can't figure out an in for Superman, and it's a story about. Uh, an immigrant who makes the world better while fighting against a, a, a billionaire who owns every corporation it's like how can you not find a way in it's crazy they it's just like, they, i mean it's just
0: it's just nuts okay yeah what's 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 the next segment uh, uh milestone and milestone's getting their own animated movie although they didn't show anything for it because yeah, i'm Harlem holding my breath on that one and that's not a negative way but they just they, they only have hired a writer and the development process no that that's anime, for
1: that's for uh Static shock, they hired a writer. No, they hired a writer for the, the movie. Well, they, I mean, they have a writer for the movie as well, but I think... That's all they've done is hired a writer. That's all they've done. That's all they told us. That's... I, I think it, it's dependent on, is this going to be a theatrical movie, or is this going to be one of their straight-to-video movies that, that they make? It's going to be a straight-to-video. It's going to be a straight-to-HBO Max movie. Probably. And if it is, then they're probably going to do it, because they spend like very little money on those, and... You know,
0: that's how they make those movies. They make like that, five or six of those a year. I'm not saying that. this. So when I say that I'm going to wait, I'm not hold my breath. I don't mean that because it's bad or stupid or whatever. I live like Milestone. I'm excited to see it making a comeback. Um, I have I have actually not read the new comics, um, so I, I they're good. Uh, but but I, I appreciate those characters. And they're all, and all in DC
1: it. Universe, so
0: you can read them for free, people. <laughs> so. uh but uh it just I don't know it just feels like it's very early in the process and these sorts of things dissolve often yes do you know what I mean like so like when they are just doing the announce and Warner Brothers I think I'm also feel really burnt by Warner Brothers and this is obviously with a different president but remember when Warner Brothers when Kevin Sujihara came out and did the whole fucking roadmap of the of the DCEU with cyborg coming out in 2019. Remember that roadmap yes. and none yep. of those movies happened. Like it was no- like nothing happened. Like it was crazy how much of that stuff just never occurred. Yeah. And so I think I feel a little bit burned after that, that maybe that this is a company that's what they do is they just throw a lot of shit at the wall. And that I sometimes- don't think they do. I I, th- I think they did, but I don't think they do anymore.
1: I, I, I think, I think Warner brothers and, and when it comes to DC, they're having a really hard time, getting people to accept that they're not what they were five years ago, where like it was suicide squad and Batman V Superman. And everyone's like, these aren't very good. They've had a really good run. Wonder woman, 84 excluded. They've had a good run of, of movies and they've done like Aquaman did really well. Wonder woman did really well. Uh, 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 Birds of prey was good. The suicide squad is good. Um, Joker made a billion dollars somehow. <laughs> like Like, like they've, They've turned it around when it comes to like, you know, Shazam did okay, but it was very like, it was critically praised. They've turned the ship around when it comes to quality of the films, I think. And, but people keep thinking back to, you know, 2018 or when was Batman Superman? 2016, I guess that was, right? So they, we keep thinking back to that point. And I think if they've, they've turned the ship since then, I just don't they have think gone so. through like three different people in charge since then as well, which I think is part of it.
0: But the thing is, I think that watching the rest of the stuff, the ancillary stuff, there's no sense of cohesion to anything. And I think they're just they're just doing a gazillion different things.
1: Oh, I think the idea of there being a universe is out the window. Like, they're just not really concerned. Somebody with that tell the rock. Connected. Yeah, <laughs> well, like like there's a universe in that it's like, yeah, they're all connected. Sure, somehow. But we're not going to be overly critical with it. We're not going to be Marvel where Ant-Man leads right into civil war which leads right into this like they're connected in that th- yeah they're all hanging out somewhere together like but we're not much more like how the comics are where it's like yeah flash hang there's the justice league but that doesn't mean flash is always with the justice league you know and like that kind of deal i think that's what we're gonna see
0: i mean we'll see i'm, I'm again i'm not worried about the movies per se i just feel like they don't have a cohesive idea of how to have, there's just like, everything just feels really all over the place. I guess maybe Marvel has that too, I but I don't like, think it is all over. I,
1: I think that they have different branches, but they have their kids branch. This is for kids. They have their young adult branch. This is for young adults. And then they have their movies. And so then they have like, cause all the movies are relative, like relatively the same. Yeah. You know, but then the cartoons are different and you yeah, know, right. they're going all over the place. All right. All right. So what, what's, what's this next thing we're talking about? Where, where, where are we? I've totally lost my place. Uh Peacemaker. Really like what we saw of Peacemaker. Oh my god. The bit with him talking about how he did 23 and me and he he's 20% asshat and me
0: dying. <laughs> I was dying that and butt babies. I was because like god, incredible. God bless James Gunn. And God bless John Cena for delivering that so straight faced. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, he's I mean, really incredible. Um, th- th- There's something about like a big guy like that, that very often they don't want to look stupid. Yeah. And John Cena is really willing to look dumb. Like it's like yes. really delightful. It's great yeah. comedy instincts. Well,
1: John Cena, I don't know if it's from wrestling or what, it, or it's just his skills. He's a really good straight man. And he understands what it means to, like, to be a really funny straight man, that he can't play it up for laughs. He has to play everything right. as deadly
0: serious. And he does it so well. Yeah, he really gets it. I, and yeah, I In that trailer, we had Vigilante. Yes. Who's hiding behind the trash? Be that was very here. funny. But it was, was a pitch, it was a pitch-perfect Vigilante costume.
1: Amazing costume.
0: Absolutely right. Pitch-perfect. There you are drinking again on the show. Yes, I was drinking. Uh, a pitch-perfect Vigilante costume. I could not believe how good that costume looked. Yeah. I mean, it was like it walked off the comic page. I no. was stunned. Yeah. Who's, and, uh, who who Master. are they fighting? It was Judo Master? Master? Yeah, it looks really like a great time. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm glad that they started making this before the Suicide Squad didn't do that well. Yes. uh, Because they were committed to it then, and we're going to get it no matter what. And it makes me very happy.
1: Yeah, I I think it looks great. I'm very excited. And considering that Titans and Doom Patrol have been picked up for fourth seasons, I imagine Peacemaker will at least get a second season (laughs) because they're just looking
0: for content. It's kind of the deal. So we'll see. Um, Yeah, but this looks like a really, really good show. I'm glad that James Gunn has this free hand and then he's just doing fun things with these characters and, and, uh, yeah, a vigilante and, 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 and peacemaker fucking around with the shooting and like shooting like the, the, the bottle for his dick. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Peacemaker's dad. Unbelievable. Funny. Peacemaker
1: having a pet eagle.
0: <laughs> yes. eagle. <laughs> it's so great. So good. So yeah, good. I'm very excited
1: for that. I'm very, yeah. very excited. So we'll see. All right. What's next? Next, uh, that's the Supergirl, Stargirl, uh, Superman mission statement, Doom Patrol, Flash, the Flash, t- uh, two Flash things because there's Flash TV and Flash. All movies. right, which which is first? We'll go with movies first. And uh, they showed a clip, like a T. It was weird because they're like, "We're not, we are not going to show you a trailer or anything." And then they showed a trailer. So well, <laughs> it's, a few, it's
0: the Flash showing yes. up at Wayne Manor and then walking in and talking to Batman in costume, I guess.
1: But but um, it also
0: shows him. Going
1: outside his home and seeing his mom, and like, right. and you see Supergirl and a second Flash. So. Yeah, that's that was a second Flash, right? Yep. Okay, yep. I wasn't quite sure what, what I was looking at in that bit. That is a second Flash whose suit is a spray painted version of Batman suit. Hmm, It's interesting. A Michael Keaton Batman suit that's spray painted over to be a Flash suit, which suggests that he's from that universe. Interesting. Yes, which goes into a rumor that's been around for a couple of weeks now. That at the end of Flash, everything is going to be in that Michael Keaton universe. And that's how they're going to separate the Snyder stuff, is we're just going to follow this path now.
0: Wait, what do you mean? That all of the main DC movies are going to take place in the Michael Keaton-verse? Yes. Yes. I blew your mind, huh? you really did I honestly that's, don't know how that's to a, that's to that' That's a
1: rumor theory thing, like like they're not gonna like all of a sudden be like an Aquaman, those movies didn't happen. They were like those movies happen, but they're in this world, and that's why the justice League's not there because now it's part of this. Wait, so the justice League wait so <laughs> because they, they're. Michael Keaton's going to be Batman moving forward. Everyone's 99.9% sure of that. Like, he's going to show up in the Supergirl movie. He's going to show up in the Batgirl movie. You know, so we're going to see that stuff.
0: So it's like, going to be ancient Batman in all these movies. It's right? going to be old
1: Batman. Old man Batman. So
0: what happens to... So then...
1: I mean, happens. Affleck is in the Flash movie, and it looks like in that little trailer they showed, he's dead. So, we'll see. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's going picture that's his, universe, his Basically? No, they're just going to be like, now we're going to move over to Earth 2.
0: <laughs> we're going to follow but, Earth 2. But that means the Snyderverse stuff never happened then, right? Or no, it was, happened. It's just part of the multiverse. But it, I mean, it happened. But like, we're, it, we're never going to talk about it ever again. We're never going to talk about it again. This is big Armin Tanzarian energy. Like, yes. Where it's like, we'll never speak of this again. Under yes. penalty of death. Yeah. Wow. That would be kind of, I really, my mind was actually blown by this. The idea that they're going to move it into that universe that they decided that batman and robin is something they'd rather embrace than <laughs> v Superman. that's fucking crazy
1: that's that's the rumor in theory you know we'll see what happens but
0: that's wow. the, the rumor in theory all right well good for them uh, i mean uh, i thought it was an okay thing i did think that ezra miller's outfit was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my whole life um, yeah, he has this a like scoop neck dance outfit with a uh, a denim vest and then a choker on. Uh, and then he had like John Lennon, like, Daniel, Craig, Daniel uh, Radcliffe hair. Uh, I don't even well, know he, what was going to be fucking happening.
1: He, he said he was wearing that for the movie. And I'm guessing it's the second Flash that we saw. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that was which, a really terrible a Very
0: weird looking Flash. Uh, Although you know. it, it may,
1: may be in the... Batman 89 universe, everything is still 80s style.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, weird. it's worth noting that you said they kept Amber Heard out of the Aquaman thing, but they put Ezra Miller front and center for the Flash thing, so maybe they weren't worried about what Twitter's going to say. Ezra Miller, nobody seems to care that he attacked that woman. Uh, they do, though. They, it comes up. It'll come up again when the movie comes out, too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, it definitely will definitely come up when the movie comes yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm surprised the- that he's playing both Flashes because that would have been like – hey, we got this other guy playing a different Flash.
0: And, oh, Ezra Miller died. <laughs> so we're moving over to this guy who's the Flash. And then the right. on the Flash TV show, after eight years, they finally gave him gold boots. This I, I started to my girlfriend boots? and said, Derek is probably crying right now. I was very... I did not cry, but I was very happy. I was like, hey, thank
1: gosh. About time. It is crazy that the Flash TV show has a better Flash costume than the Flash movie. That, that? costume in the Flash trailer didn't look so bad, I thought. I don't like it. Oh, no? No. I mean, it's... It's too busy with the lines all over it and, and like the helmet looks real weird, like too thick. You know, I don't know. I didn't do like it's not a bad suit, but it's just I looked at it. I was like, oh, you're like, why get rid of the belt? Like the belt is a great piece. Like keep it, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, I felt well, like, you know and PC, also he doesn't have it looks like he doesn't have like earpieces. So his head looks weird without
0: earpieces. Well, over at DC, they really hate the uh, the waist-level accessories.
1: They really do.
0: They don't want the trunks. They don't want the belts. No, they really don't like them. But the suit in
1: the in the show is finally perfect. He's got the boots now. It's great. It's wonderful. I love it. Congrats
0: to them. Congrats to you. You finally were heard. Yeah. Well, Grant Gustin from season one had been calling for boots. How little control does an actor have over a television show that he can't get boots after for eight years? <laughs> I wonder if he put it in his contract to it's come like 170 back. For seasons eight and nine. He was like, I won't come back unless I get boots. God, this fucking poor guy spends a decade trying to get boots. Yep. And uh,
1: and he all he buffed up too. He bulked up. That was a good big, for him. It was a big story that he used the uh the pandemic to bulk up and get in superhero shape, unlike good Jason for him. Momoa.
0: God bless him. And all right, they what's had, next? They, they
1: had to remake all the suits because he was too big for him. He's too he's too thick. Two C's. Yeah. yeah. What's next? Uh, next was a quick blue beetle thing. We, we saw the costume. We saw a drawing of the costume. You know, we'll we'll wait and see. We right. saw like some. It
0: looked, like the, I mean, like, it looked like the costume. I mean, like just look at the costume. It, it right? looked
1: like in the comics, which is great. Yeah, it's that, a great
0: look. It's funny because when it looks like the comic costume that much in the concept art, it's like hard to understand like how it's going to look in live action because it just looks like the fucking costume. Yeah. so Yeah. Uh, and then
1: their surprise reunion
0: was two guys from Smallville.
1: Oh, that was, boy. That did not impress me very much. I mean, it was weird. They kept saying, like, Sprash Cast Reunion, and then it was, like, just Tom Welling and what's face? <laughs> like, like, that's it? Really? That's kind of lame. They should have brought in that one who went to prison. Allison Mack. They didn't even bring her up. <laughs> Kristen Kruick at least, like, popped up on video for a second and be like, oh, 20 years you uh, you know? But uh, also they lied when they're like, yeah, the effects on Smallville still hold up. They do not. They do not. And nothing against the effects on Smallville. It's a 20-year-old show when CG was just starting off. So, yeah. you know, it does not look very good. Yeah, no, it does not hold up. Yeah. And then we had the Catwoman animated movie, which did not look like it was from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I did. It just, like I like it, if, I, if I had just listened to it, I'd be like, this sounds like fun. But the animation looked terrible. Uh, and then they mentioned that they're doing a Super Sons animated movie. And it's going to be their first CG movie. Um, and I still think that's – I think Super Sons would be a great animated series because it's a great little concept of Superboy and Robin running around doing stuff together. So we'll see. But
0: Potentially doing bisexual stuff together. Yes. I guess Damien could be bisexual. We don't know. We don't know. If Damian, there is a bisexual Robin. It's not Damien, but it could no, it's be. It's Tim. Yeah. And and now John and Tim are closer in age than John and Damien, so. Yeah. It would be funny if uh, other characters in the DC universe recognized that some of these characters aged at unbelievable rates.
1: Well, it would be really John,
0: John aged because he got trapped on Earth-3 for
1: five years, and then when he came back, it was only two weeks in DC on Earth-1 time.
0: There's Classic comic
1: book storytelling. Uh, the, Robins- off, the amazing thing is that angered everybody like so many people were angered by that like how could they do this how could they age him up that way it's like that's very common in comics i don't understand what the problem is but everyone got we didn't get to see his teen years it's like yeah you did he he, he was, you know you know he's not gonna go to math class what a boring comic that is like that sucks we're not gonna uh, see that we call that pulling a cable yes yes or uh for dc it's pulling an impulse yes yeah. Oh, we saw the Impulse costume. I guess is that, that was probably seen before, though, right? Yeah, that was last season. I was really impressed by it. It's a great looking costume. They, yeah. Like, the costumes on the shows have really improved a lot. It's very impressive. They also showed, um, oh, no, this was a, a leak that came out of the new Adam costume for the new guy playing Adam, and it looked great, too. But we'll see. Along with the pictures of Despero, that did not look good. <laughs> then,
0: uh,
1: that was an Entertainment Weekly, and then they had to come out real quick and be like, that's not what he looks like the whole time. Just to be clear, because <laughs> like, he's just like a guy with red hair and a red beard. And I was like, that's Despero, really? Because he's, <laughs> he's a big purple dude with a fit on his head in the comics. And this kind of guy with a third eye. And this is just like a guy who looks like a Scottish dude. It oh, sucks.
0: Boy. He's a Despero.
1: Like, um, that's not
0: what he looks like the whole time. All right, what's next?
1: Uh, the new Batman animated series where it's Batman's origins again unreal why would this be but well, what are the ones you told me to want talk about like i i didn't want to check this stuff okay. this is not this uh, stuff don't let's not do the whole rundown let's just do the stuff we're gonna actually talk okay. about Okay. justice dmz
0: Naomi. shazam we're up to shazam then we didn't get really anything for shazam except for the f- reveal that it's coming out in 2023 which felt like it's like really far away i don't yeah, know it's like,
1: real far away time it's me. like
0: nine years after the first movie like it's really crazy yeah,
1: yeah i was really shocked by that distance between them i'm I'm guessing it has something to do with Black Adam. Is the only thing I could figure. It's like, why would you hold it for another year? Yeah, it's really weird because they filmed it already, right? Yeah, they 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 were filming during the pandemic, so they I'm pretty sure they're done. So well, they're I don't know
0: finishing if they're not done.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't know. I mean, Flash finished filming this weekend. They 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 wrapped. So they got to be done with Shazam by this point, but. It's kind
0: of wild to hold it to 2023. That really feels nuts to me. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even give it a date. They just said 2023. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah, really by surprised the, by that. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely, um, Captain Marvel Junior's balls are going to have dropped uh, by then. He's gonna, he's definitely gonna have pubes. Yeah. I mean, he already has pubes, but um, yeah, they're all going to be in their 50s. What do they call them now? They just call her Mary. They don't call her Mary Marvel, right? In the comics, they still call her Mary Marvel, but in the movie, they just said Mary yeah they'll probably just like on them screen and the behind the scenes stuff
1: yeah yeah it it's one of the ongoing issues in the comics is you can tell that they they can't figure out what to call everybody, so they right. just call them by their their names, so they're like, hey Eugene, Freddie, Mary, and that's it so. I mean it
0: looked it looked nice i mean I, I it didn't feel like I got much
1: information at all. Uh yeah, they're gonna go up against the Greek gods, I guess, right? That's what it looks like, the Greek pantheon. Yeah, they're gonna go to
0: Olympus, it seems like. And yeah. that seems cool, but I kind of would like a little bit more of a log line. Yes, I agree. Like I agree. the basic premise, like what are these bad guys after? Or what are the heroes trying to stop them from doing? Just something as simple as that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm,
0: because uh, I feel like this movie's more... been happening for three years, so that's the thing.
1: Yes, yes. Although it didn't get officially announced until last year's uh DC fandom. At least I don't think it had been officially announced until that. this could possibly be appearing at three different fandoms. Yep. It definitely will be. Yeah. If they do another fandom at least. Yeah. Which I imagine they will probably, but we'll see,
0: but it looked good. I was interested. I thought the costumes look nice. I'm excited. I like Shazam. So I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like
1: Shazam. Shazam is one of my favorite of the DC movies, one of my favorite superhero movies of the modern era. So I'm all for that. Uh, let's see. Right. Linda Carter took credit for creating wonder woman. More of the gods. Jim Lee cursed everybody out. Just let's go through
0: the text message that you sent me. It's all laid out right there in that text message.
1: going through my notes.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think this is everybody's favorite part of the podcast: listening to you mutter under your breath.
1: Oh, you know, we we didn't talk about it was I guess we talked about it quickly in the in the flash stuff that that's the first reveal of the Supergirl outfit, and they that again a
0: really weird thing to not really show it. It was like, yeah, it's hard to see. I couldn't tell. And funny, when you watch YouTube on the Roku and I paused it, all this shit pops up on the screen. So I couldn't yeah. really get a good look at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they did it that way. That was very odd. But that's what they did. Like, they didn't really show any costumes. They did, like, it was a real weird format. And then, but I guess we're up to Batman, which is the big thing. That's the end. The Batman. The Batman. Um, it, it's Batman fighting somebody who's cosplaying as Robert De Niro
0: in The Untouchables. So I just gotta say, I just gotta say this, and that's that's that somebody is, of course, Colin uh, Farrell. Yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta say this is that nothing in this trailer remotely told me why I need to care about another Batman movie. Yeah. And I, you know, the casting is good, and it looks good. Like it, like visually, looks good. Like I, you know, what I mean. Like nothing i matt reeves i trust him i think he'll make a good movie like i think he probably has a good movie in him about batman i'm sure it'll be a good movie i'm sure i'll enjoy seeing it yeah it's the question of like is this a movie that i want to see opening night or is this a movie that like i'm gonna wait till like the week after you know what i mean because like i don't know why i'm want to go see yet another fucking batman movie there was
1: nothing about that made it stand out as anything different like it's amazing because in the build-up to it there are two things that matt reeves says that are definitively untrue where at first he's like, we didn't want to do another Batman origin. It's his first year, though. You keep saying, like, this is him just starting out. So you're doing a Batman origin. That's what this is then. We're seeing Batman starting off again. Okay. And then he says, "We, we this is less fantastical than, than the previous versions of Batman. Which, I mean, the Nolan movies weren't all that fantastical. He wasn't fighting demons or anything or magic, right? So, like, you're already pretty grounded in those and as far as these movies go and then in the trailer we watch batman get shot by two guys with machine guns at point blank range and just keep walking that's pretty fantastical well i mean we do see the bullets bounce off of him i mean like like he's wearing armor or whatever but like if he can take that i'm there's that's a fantastical level of like body armor so yeah
0: i mean i know i i guess i mean i i want it more fantastical I mean, yeah. that's maybe the thing. I mean, like, uh, I want crazy up, yes.
1: gadgets and, and yeah. like,
0: yeah, like,
1: I'm bored with real Batman. Like, let's get crazy with Batman. One of the, you know, in the comics, Batman does magic every now and again. He mixes up with a demon and Deadman, and he travels the world and he travels different to space and stuff like that. Like, really play, like, play with it. Or if you're going to do Batman versus Zodiac, do do an actual Batman versus Zodiac and don't have big explosions everywhere, like. Go one or the other with it. At least do
0: something different. This just looked like the last three Batman movies. That's the thing. It feels, I just feel like I've seen this movie five times, just with different actors. And like, they're good actors and it's going to be a good movie. I'm going to enjoy the process of sitting through it. Yes. I I just can't find myself getting excited about yet another Joker, which is obviously being hinted at here. I didn't think that was Joker. No, it's not. But it's the clown gang. It's obviously hinting at the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting 10 clowns. I mean, there's no way that Batman fights clowns that you don't go, oh, well, there's a no Joker involved here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like he may not be in this movie, but it may be like you know, maybe like the Joker card showing up at the end of Batman Begins. You know I've seen I mean? some people
1: wrongly theorizing that that shot of him where he's talking to somebody in prison, but he can't see their face. That that's the Joker. How do you know it's wrongly theorizing? Because at least I'm pretty sure it's wrongly theorizing. Like I don't think that's the Joker. I, th- I think that's Paul Dano, who we see getting arrested in the beginning. Yeah, why are they hiding his face? Uh so I, I had asked that and somebody on Twitter responded with because whenever people see Paul Dano's face, their their first reaction
0: is to punch whatever it's on and they don't want to punch
1: people their screens.
0: Paul Dano is the nicest fucking guy who ever lived. He had the most punchable face in the whole universe. <laughs> Half
1: of the enjoyment of prisoners is watching him get beat up because you're like, there's something about that guy. I just want to see him get beat up.
0: Yeah. He's a very good actor too. He's a great actor. He's a nice guy. He's a great actor, but he's got a weasel face. It's bad, yeah. bad news. Yeah. I mean, just a delightful man in real life. I've met him. He's a delightful man in real life. Very smart, him. very kind. Um, you, but like you want, you stand there and you're like, this guy needs to get a fucking <laughs> sock in the jaw. <laughs> Uh, yeah. his face must have like question marks garden or something, like
1: something, that, right? something so, yeah. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. we will
1: find out sooner or later.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out. I mean, yeah. like, that's like the most interesting thing in the whole movie to me is like, what's up? What's up with the Riddler's face? Uh, <laughs> it's well, like the I only mean, thing. What's funny too, is that the trailer makes it look like Penguin is the big bad guy.
1: But once his face has come out, said, I said, I filmed like five scenes for this movie. Well, so, he's probably all the big action
0: bits by the Penguin.
1: I would think maybe. I don't know. I you don't know. know.
0: And you could, you know, in these kinds of movies, the big bad guy may only have five scenes. He's got a zillion henchmen or whatever. I mean, yeah. like, who knows what the story is? I mean, yeah. although it is long Halloween, right? I don't <laughs> think it is. I
1: don't think it is. I, I think I, I, there was a thing today of, um, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy playing Batman, Patrick, whatever. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Patrick, yeah. Robert his Patrick,
0: Robert Robert, Robert Benson <laughs> playing
1: Batman. Yeah, uh, uh, Robert Benson talking about, and Tom King had retweeted this because he's talking about reading up on Batman for the role. And, and he's like, you know, I went back to the Golden Age stuff, but really I was pulling from the Tom King run, which is a more recent run. And uh, so I don't know if they're basing a lot of it on Tom King's stuff. Like how involved Tom King. Well, no, I think
0: involved. that those, I, I watched that clip. He, I think was just taking acting cues from it. Cause I think that movie yeah. had been written and storyboard and everything when those comics were coming out. So I think that was like already, you know, Yeah, I mean, Tom King had been on for quite a while. So, but I, the only thing that's interesting to me interest. about this Batman movie is that all the character, all the bad guys and Catwoman seem to already be established more or less. And Batman. I mean, they have the the bat signal, and yeah. So we're not like walking in with all these characters being introduced. I mean, that's the thing I'm really fucking sick of in Batman movies. Yes. Um, so I like that they're all running. Although I do think anything. that Catwoman is
1: introduced because well, we we saw in the the first trailer that they released at the last DC Phantom that uh, she's got like her Catwoman mask was like a. a a knit mask, right? Like, a,
0: yeah, no, she's definitely new on the scene. They're, I mean, I guess maybe yeah. they're all newish. I mean, I think Penguin probably been running the criminal empire for a minute, um, but she's newish, but that's fine. Like, I don't mind that. Like, it's not like a whole thing. Like half the movie is her origin. I don't think like, you know what I mean? Like Hopefully that kind not. of bullshit. I, yeah, I, she's probably running around at the beginning of the movie as Catwoman, like yeah. as a new, as a new player on the scene or yeah. what it seems like. Um, One thing did I did they, like
1: what? was the showing more of the Batman fighting those, that Joker yeah. gang guys. And it looks like he has like little tasers in his fingertips, It yeah. shocks the guy. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That's,
0: that's cool. I like that. Yeah. But again, like the thing is, I know it's going to be a good movie. I'm sure it's going to be a good, it might even be one of my favorite Batman movies. Yeah. I just cannot, cannot fundamentally on a soul level, work up the excitement for a Batman movie.
1: No, it's very hard. Just nothing.
0: Yeah. It's very hard. I, we've seen so many. We've seen so many. So and, and they, many.
1: And, and they just keep doing the same thing. That's the biggest problem is just, I feel like they just keep retreading the same ground. Like, like or hate Batman v Superman, at least Batman wasn't just starting off his career. He'd been around for years and all that.
0: Like an older, more more battle-worn Batman. It's like, that's interesting. That's a little more fun. That's a little more exciting. But even the Snyder Batman is part of the same trend of like, everybody comes up, my Batman is the most realistic Batman. Do you know I remember yeah. Zach Snyder saying in my in my universe, Batman gets gang raped in prison? <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is a very weird.
1: <laughs> very weird thing where it's like, first off, why is he in prison? Second, what
0: is going on? What is going on? Why is that where your mind goes? Yeah. <laughs> but that's everybody's angles. My my Batman's the most realistic Batman. Like it's all we're we're heading towards the unmade Darren Aronofsky Batman. Yes. Do you remember that script? Yeah. Yeah, where or he's, he's like a, uh, mechanic. Well Alfred is just a mechanic and he's just a guy and the Batmobile is like a suit-up Lincoln. Like yeah. like and he's like really just like a like as, as realistically street level as you possibly could be. Like he's just yeah. like essentially a psychotic person putting yeah. on weird clothes. Yeah. And and that's what we're headed towards. That's the that's the end result of all this Batman shit when they don't recognize that Batman has a very Rich history of stories that go off in different areas and can be really interesting. And put, as like you said before, putting him up against more supernatural or less reality-based threats are interesting because it's outside of his comfort zone. That's that's interesting. Yes, just not. Him I mean, I mean especially gangsters again, again and
1: again. Like, if you look at like the last, the huge Grant Morrison run, right, that he did in the the early two thousands, right, and there's so much craziness and wildness in there, and it all fits into batman i mean watching batman fights ninja man bats it's like that's crazy and great i want to see that i want to see that in a movie i want to see that kind of stuff I, i'm tired of watching him just fight you know the mob right you know, and then like joker <laughs> it's like okay let's do something new right let's it's really so boring. play with it like let's really get crazy like like that is part of the fun of of both in in general, both suicide squad movies is that they use like really weird, crazy characters for them. And it's kind of fun to see that aspect. And most of those characters are Batman villains. Right. it's like, let's
0: see that let's have fun with that. I think the one thing that Marvel did really smart, because you know, the other character who's been rebooted too many times in our lifetimes is Spider-Man. Yes what they did really smart with the MCU Spider-Man is that they made his adventures really feel very different from the ones that came before. And you don't yep. feel like you're just watching the same shit again. And they tried not to use the same villains again. And, um, they really switched it up in a big way. This feels like a very different kind of Spider-Man ed- stories that they've been telling. Uh, that are very different from the amazing and from the Raimi movies.
1: Well, it's, I, I, I can't remember fresh. if it was, if it was Kirk Busiek or Ron Mars, or somebody who said like, the MCU Spider-Man movies are, are Marvel team up, right? And so they get to do crazier things with Spider-Man than you would in just a normal Spider-Man comic or right. movie.
0: And it's like, yeah, they, yeah, they really did do that. Like, I don't know if that was intentional, but that's what they did. And it's smart and it really works because that when when they announced they were rebooting that character, the en- entire universe said, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" You just did it two years ago. <laughs> we just did it two years ago, and then yeah. but then now everybody loves this version of Spider-Man, and he's yeah. now like a definitive Spider-Man, and yeah. nobody feels tired of him yet. And I no. think that that really is smart. And I wish that Warner Brothers would figure that out with Batman. Like, find a way to make this feel really, really different from the past seven times you've done this character. Yes, I agree. I agree. Is that the end like, of the friend, have, Like, okay, especially that,
1: like, hey, we're going to go back to the early days of Batman, right? We're going to start over again. Batman's first mission, he fought vampires. Right. Let's see that, man. Let's put him up against a vampire.
0: That'd be cool. That's something different and crazy. Do that. Yeah, I mean, there's a really? lot of options that you could do something fun with Batman that is outside of his comfort zone that makes him really have to go and change things up and and and, and puts him on on his heels in a really interesting way. In, in a way that is beyond I'm new at this, which is what the default thing is. I'm new yeah. at this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new at this. Uh, but like, I mean, no. as much as I I don't like the Schumacher movies, at least they were different.
1: Like Batman had crazy gadgets and Robin was running around with them, and there's like. Okay, there's something different going on here, at least, than everything every other Batman movie since '89, where he's just grim and he stands there and goes, "Oh, I'm angry." Right.
0: Oh, I'm so angry all the time. All right is that is that is that the whole fandom?
1: That is fandom. All right. We also, do- if you if you look at one of the new images they put out, you can see that Batman's uh, sideburns stick out from under his mask, which I like.
0: <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, oh, look at that. You can see the sideburns that's that's weird uh all right, so that's this that's this special emergency episode of uh, Marvel Vision, all about d c stuff. We hope you enjoyed this journey outside of our usual area. We'll be back again in about a week what, or so well, hold on. what were the things that you
1: excited you with nothing? You, nothing, none of it. no, that's... they didn't
0: show anything interesting i I got excited for Aquaman too. I don't think I I didn't see anything interesting I mean I saw some like fun art but like I don't like I don't know what it's about I don't like this that's the thing about all of these previews they don't they didn't do a good job of putting these packages together no because I didn't feel like I walked away with any new information I didn't already have
1: no like they didn't bother telling anything about what the flash movie is about
0: Right. It's like crazy to me. Like, and this is not secret information. This is information they should be giving to us anyway. And then giving us new context. I don't want to keep continuing doing a Marvel versus DC thing, but Marvel's presentations at Comic-Con are the gold standard for how to do this stuff. Yeah. And the gold standard is giving us legitimately new information. Even if it's small stuff that we're going to (laughs) walk around and go, fuck, that's incredible.
1: That was one thing that was driving me nuts was seeing people, seeing sites be like breaking news. They announced this. And it's like, they announced that last year. Like, right? Like you know, I, I forgot what, it but it was like, oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan is making a static movie. It's like, yeah, we knew that last year. Like, I don't know why this is breaking news. Well, we knew that earlier this year. That. But yeah,
0: I mean, that's no. The thing, they did right? so, at last year's fandom. Did they? I thought that was yes. A, a trade break. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. the point is though they, they showed interesting concept art or whatever, but it didn't feel big enough for me to sit down and tune into a thing on a Saturday. Like, it needs that whole H feeling of we're coming away with actual big news and big announcements. And yes. I, I mean, this really was everybody hang out and we're going to show Batman at the end. That's what this was. And the thing and is that, like, like, well, the thing is, I think that Warner Brothers didn't take this seriously enough. So, what happens is that when Marvel does these things, or when Warner Brothers used to do presentations at Comic Con, by the way, they did really great presentations Warner Brothers. They did their 300 presentations, the greatest presentation I've ever seen at Comic Con, ever in the history of Comic Con, period. It was unfucking believable. Um, Well, the thing is, is that they used to take it seriously. So they would make the fucking films spend time creating marketing materials for the con. They clearly did not do that for fandom. They did not say, okay, you're going to have to do something for fandom. While you're shooting, we know you're going to do something for fandom. What are you going to do? Yeah. What's the thing you're going to put together for fandom? Yeah. And they didn't do that. And so as a result, it it all feels like you're getting just bullshit EPK stuff. Yeah. That is nonsense. And that offers no new information at all. Yeah, and we want new information we just want to have something new to speculate or talk about that's what makes it fun
1: i mean for example they're they're filming batgirl right now and they they had a batgirl thing but they didn't show the costume they didn't reveal any other cast you know it's like i mean maybe they're not filming they're in pre-production but they're like on location now they moved the production to the locations so they gotta be close to
0: filming they must have a cast right
1: Or are they just going to cast it on the last minute? (laughs) Like,
0: I have no idea. No, I don't get it. I don't understand any of it at all. I don't understand how they're approaching this. I mean, uh, maybe they didn't know they were going to do a second fandom until late. You know what I mean? Maybe that's. They announced this
1: like three months ago.
0: That's more than enough time
1: to put things together.
0: It sort of is and isn't. I mean, like, making a movie is a big project. You have to kind of build that into the actual making of the movie. Marvel builds. But but,
1: but I'm saying, like, reveals. Like, hey, okay, we can reveal more about Batgirl. We can reveal supergirls costume we can reveal the costumes in black adam like there's no reason not
0: to show that stuff here no you know? i agree but that's and, why and, i'm not excited about anything because we, we got nothing to be excited about. yeah this is all stuff i already knew about
1: yeah and it's it's also weird that there was nothing about superman you know that's we a don't weird have anything thing
0: to tell you about superman
1: that just seems weird to me that they got nothing that's crazy to me I, they, they they're working on the what's
0: it called superman who's doing that one the, yeah, but there's nothing to talk about. They're just writing a script. There's nothing to talk but about. But
1: even anymore. just have that, have them come out and be like, hey, this is what we're doing.
0: I guess. But there's nothing to talk about. That's just more bullshit that we already know. That's At the end of the day, if yeah. there's nothing to talk about, don't just come out here and say we're doing a Superman movie. He's black. Yeah. That's it. We already, we already know that. Yeah. Like I want to know when you have a black Superman cast, I want to know about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's what I wanted this event. I want them to have news that they save for this event, and they blow us away with it. This event, yeah.
1: Which I but feel like they're they did doing it.
0: Last year, they they did a good job with that kind of stuff.
1: Because like last year was we're revealing every member of the Suicide Squad, you know. So that was something, right. you know. And uh, they revealed the Flash's costume, and it was, you know, and it was concept art, but like, hey, here's you know, and they they officially revealed Michael Keaton, right? Like, right. They had stuff, and I was like, oh, that's exciting. But this year, there was – it felt like this should have been – if they wanted to do a big three-hour, four-hour thing, it should have been like, hey, we're going to do a big retrospective on Batman, on the history of Batman. And at the end, we're going to show Batman's trailer because that's all this was leading up to was that. right? And, you know, then I could have not spent four hours watching it. And if they do it again next year, I'll watch all of it because I'm
0: an idiot. <laughs> well, if they do it again next year. We'll cover it on this show as well. But I want to end this episode now. This we've gone. I thought to be a short episode. This is now a long episode, uh, and I have succession to watch tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, so Derek, uh, we finished this one. We, we, we hope you guys enjoyed some of our DC conversation. we will be back again in a week or so. We're going to talk about the the Incredible Hulk returns, the TV movie. Oh, there's uh, one more thing that upset me. Oh my god. I'm
1: sorry. Uh, this year is the 80th anniversary of Justice Society. And DC is doing nothing for it. And I think that's disgusting. It's the first superhero team. And I don't know why everyone's just ignoring it. And I find that very upsetting. Get on your ass, DC. Come on. Well, the movie is already over. So the year is already over. But so I'm saying insane. just even in the comics, they're not doing
0: anything. No, I'm saying the year's is already over. There's nothing they yeah, can do. They, it's they really can't upset. get off their ass. They've, they've missed it already. It's very upsetting. Uh, We'll be back next week or week after Right around in the week or so With The Incredible Hulk Returns The TV movie um, Continuing the adventures of Bill Bixby's Incredible Hulk um, And Lou Ferrigno too, I guess And uh, then we'll be back for Hawkeye In November In the meantime, we have Watchmen happening At the $5 and above subscription level At the Patreon That's www.patreon.com Slash cinemasanga S-A-N-G-H-A and every month we do a deep dive into a superhero movie. We just did a Venom, Let There Be Carnage, um, and next in a couple of weeks we'll be doing uh, the Eternals. I have my tickets for that. I have not bought mine yet. Yeah, you live in Michigan. You don't have to buy yours. I had to buy mine.
1: I can just walk into the theater apparently. So
0: I um <laughs> I couldn't check. get I couldn't get good tickets for Dune. I had to get I had to get shitty tickets for Thursday, and then I had to buy IMAX tickets for Sunday.
1: I had to get pretty rough tickets for Halloween
0: Kills. Actually, I went opening night. And it was pretty packed. I was shocked. That makes sense because that's a horror movie. The audience comes out for that. That's a that's. They didn't come movie. out for *Malignant*. <laughs> Nobody ever heard of *Malignant*, but like uh, *Halloween*. Yeah, that's a different deal. It's a yeah. big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, that's that that that's the other show. So uh, join the Patreon at the five dollar and above level to get that shows a lot of episodes already in the can that you'll have hours and hours and hours of listening. To enjoy. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you can't subscribe to any of our other shows, please feel free to rate and review us on your catching app of choice. That makes a big difference for us. And I just want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being here. And I want to say until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you stay true to truth, justice, and what is it now? Tomorrow. A better tomorrow. With that, the movie A Better Tomorrow. Is that what it is? Yes, that's what he's talking about. Superman's a huge fan of that.
1: To Kill a Mockingbird is no longer his favorite book and movie. It's now A Better Tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> that would be amazing if that was really what it was about. Uh, oh, no, Better Luck Tomorrow is the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. I just totally fucked it up. I thought, why did I leave the luck out? It's Better Luck Tomorrow, the Justin Lin movie. Yeah. Uh, that has a, that has I'm a sure there's a movie called A Better Tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure I, there is. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Uh, I should have left the joke. I should let people at home decide that they knew what movie I was talking about. All right. uh, Until next time, we are Marvel Vision, and we love you.